Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk. I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting. And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives. Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future. We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back, Chooms, to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl, Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty. Before I give you some weird and wacky intro, I'd like to, of course, again, apologize for missing an episode last week. Uh... For those of you in the know, it was another hospital week for us, and we just got back home today. So my energy is a little low, and I may not be the most bubbly personality as I normally am, but I have Toasty with me, and he can be the bubbly personality for the night. Nah, Jen, I gotta sound bored, (laughs) as is my new personality trait, apparently. Oh no no! We can't both be afflicted. It's I don't care. All right, I'm Uh, vengeful now. You're vengeful. Uh oh, I'm vengeful. Oh, uh, maybe some of our patrons can have the bubbly gen personality. Turbo certainly can. Probably can Turbo play me tonight? Uh, I think I lost it just a couple minutes ago. Oh no! <laughs> low engine, low energy turbo. Ninja, what about you? I'm always low energy. <laughs> oh no! Jay, can you bring the energy? Yeah, it's uh, negative for me, Jen. I know. <laughs> Jay and I were just talking about no, this no, in the no, pre-show. He 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 just <laughs> got try. over having strep throat. So he's like over there struggling to even have a voice. Y'all, it's going to be a shit show tonight. Maybe we'll keep the low energy and just bring in the good spooky well, vibe with listen, it. it. Yeah, it's Halloween, right? So the closest we can be to the living dead, I guess that's pretty good. <clears throat> shit. Hit that on the head. Oh, spooky vibes. Yes, we are the night of the living dead. Uh, So... We will. So, a couple different uh, interesting ideas have been thrown into the mix for what we wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, I saw one suggestion of horror creatures that we think could be done in the cyberpunk world. Now, we don't really have any current examples of this. I mean, we have the clowns because those are creepy as all fuck. Um,. Uh, the Bozo gang in the uh, tabletop RPGs. But wh- what's up, Turbo? 
when I was suggesting this, I should have clarified. I meant like things we think we that could be done, not like ones that actually exist. Like, uh, with like uh, I forget who it was, but I thought they were on it, and they said like you can like give yourself gills and uh, webbed hands and stuff. So I was thinking like things you think are possible to do, like with all the cyborg that exists in cyberpunk creatures you think could be out there from just someone being a big fan like and with furries nowadays like or not just furries just people that put like uh, like like silicone under their skin to give themselves horns mm, or forked mm-hmm. tongues and stuff like that there got to be some of those people in cyberpunk by that thing and, I, and stuff so that was the idea people who have gone so far they turned themselves into horror creatures okay okay so in current real world time, people use extreme levels of body modification to alter their appearance to look more monstrous. Uh, so let's take it next level. And what type of cyberware would you use to make yourself look and act like a monster? I get that. I can feel that. Did you have something in mind when you made up that idea? Go for it. All right. Um, as I was alluding to, like, uh, the, like, I had, you technically could kind of make yourself look like the creature from the Black Lagoon, because it wasn't, uh, I think it was Jay, he was saying there was a way to make, your, like, a shark pack and stuff like that. So, you, like, you get, like, I was thinking, like, sh- like not, like, exactly shark teeth, but, like, pointed teeth, and, like, you could get yourself with, like, uh, what's the skin that was, so, like, something like that, I forget what the skin is called. But, like, you have the web hands, the gills, and so if you live underwater, like you could just naturally grow out yourself. So you technically could be the the uh, monster from the abyss. Is that what it's called? I always forget the old name for it. The creature from the black lagoon, or whatever. Thank you, Toasty. I'm an idiot. creature from the black lagoon. Like that was one example. I, I kind of went and did kind of all of them because I don't know if you could do vampire because I haven't heard of any like blood sucking cyberware. I didn't. There's specifically vampires in Cyberpunk Red. That's yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I thought there were, and that's where the idea came from originally and stuff. And then going to with Jay, uh, I think it was Jay that brought the the thing. I was thinking vampires, werewolf, werewolves. because there there with there got to be teeth. Uh, and then Wolverine claws. Is that what they're called? The Wolvers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could do yourself claws that way. I don't know that I couldn't find if there's any fur. But I'm guessing furries are still alive, so they have to have made some tech. Dear God. Uh, what a way to say that. Uh, there are specifically um, types of... I don't know if they're technically considered cyberware or like bioware. That's um, what I was going for. It's called exotics, where you can heavily modify your appearance um, to give yourself like that of like an animal. So there's people that can like get so much like done to themselves that they could have like an eagle head if they wanted to. So so the animorphs are real. Real. <laughs> real? Uh, at least in Cyberpunk there. That... I, I was just trying to make like a short filler. I didn't think you'd take a whole episode to discuss this because there's only so much you can talk about. Because as soon as you hit where Tosi just talked about, they all become real. Don't worry, I have a pretty interesting uh, topic for the second half of the show. A a good question to ask. So, Fair enough. What other type of creatures do you think that we could come up with, though? Something spooky, yeah. Vampires are in there, and I could also see that going along the lines of werewolves as well. For a creature with fangs. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we think there could be, mu- not mummies perhaps, but just really old people that should be dead that are practically entombed? You're like, no like, Yeah, like, like that was I was thinking, like, they have <laughs> so much life support that they're not, they're like mechanical mummies, so they're only almost uh, necromongers and stuff. I, oh, I didn't say that. Necrons. They're almost like necrons. Like, they're more mechanical like, mummies. So, like, if you took Mr. House from New Vegas and put him in Cyberpunk, which I'm sure is entirely possible. Yeah. Jay, Ninja, you got anything? There are Frankensteins. Yeah. Because there are people, I'm guessing, with other people's body parts inside them, especially since we have 
all the uh oh god scabs. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Jay's especially especially if there's technically everyone that has a secondhand cyberware is technically a Frankenstein because they're getting it from someone else. Fair yeah. enough. So technically, well, all you do, I bet you could just take someone like from Futurama, take their head off that body, and just put on a body made of other body parts, and you have a Frankenstein. Wouldn't you say cyber psychos? A lot of them are kind of monstrous and kind of, I don't know, they kind of fit that bill. And then Adam Smasher is essentially uh, like an android. You know? He's known mm-hmm. as the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like. I mean, he—he's a cyborg, except like they just took out the rest of the human bits for the most part. So, yeah. like, you know, wow. God, I feel like also like the scavengers. Like a lot of the digs they have are super like <laughs> way past haunted house, like horror haunted house. The shit you see. Uh, in their spaces, you know. I mean, yeah. There's that one quest, right, where like you like take that BD, but then it ends up just like knocking you out, and you wake up without any of your stuff in like a scav haunt, the, the scav haunt that you start the game at. So right, yeah. Aren't there also technically kind of like demons? They're more mechanical demon, like uh, like net demons but technically all those ai programs could be kind of seen as demons and stuff like that because technically they could if you get hacked couldn't they technically possess your body and make you do stuff like the the rabbits like virus probably could yeah i was seeing like poltergeist like there's a kid not knowing going on the internet and then all of a sudden they wake up spitting out stuff it's like like, oh, I need a priest to, to exercise this virus for my kid. Uh, what do you John- guys think supernatural? Oh, go ahead, Jen. I was like, also, Johnny would fit that bill. He can, oh, yeah. he's a poltergeist that takes over your body. Yeah. That's, but the reason I think is because isn't like a cyber psycho mission where like there's like this cult ritual and the person comes out of the casket? That's what it was making me think of like demon possession. Yeah. I just, did that one yesterday, which is kind of, and it kind of touches, I think where Jay was about to go with like weird, like supernatural, like, yeah. Like what do you think that would look like if there were supernatural, um, like powers or events in cyberpunk? Like how do you think it would play out or what do you think they would be? I mean, Hmm. It's like weird because like that one that one cyber psycho mission that like he was just mentioning is and I think I guess it can probably be like equated to just like you getting hacked or whatever, but like the whole time you're doing it, you're like kind of glitching out like and you start like glitch effects and then uh there's also, I think, I accidentally left the area whenever I was in the middle of the fight, and when I came back, the like cyber psycho in particular was like up on top of a fridge, and then I glitched, and she was coming out of the tub again, and it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is I, actually kind of like. And for that, I did the same thing. Like years, I left the area, but when I came back, I killed her, and after I left the area again. The mu- the creepy music there was still playing, so it always made me think of like, 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 like he said, uh, like I felt like I like the su- the supernatural stuff followed me around for a while. Because that whole thing is set up like a like a blood sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if there was some supernatural stuff, I don't think it's mainstream in cyberpunk, but it would not surprise me if they ever added that in. Like, hey, here's a little. One mission thing, supernatural is real. You gotta be careful when you put supernatural and sci-fi uh, together, because they, in all fiction, they never mix well. Well, it depends. Wolfenstein did it pretty, and Doom did it well. I, I say the Expanse is a little supernatural-ish. You know, with the pr- proto molecule, 
like that has some supernatural kind of feelings. I don't know. I just finished the first uh, season and part of the second season and freaking love it. As long as they don't do the Star Wars thing where they try to science out the like force. Uh, no, no, no. You gotta leave some of it sci uh, mystical. You can't just say it's all particles. Uh, it ruins the it ruins the magic of uh, magic if you say, "Oh nope, it's them controlling the atom, spreading apart." Like, oh, don't don't science my magic. Let my magic stay magic. You're not a fan of the midichlorians, are you? <sighs> he's not. I think he's such a, a a not a fan of that that he forgot the name of that <laughs> now that you reminded him well the thing is i watched this the prequels this past month um and i was like oh no shit so that's what causes the force midichlorians i don't have a problem hey. with that i just have a problem with him him adding it on at where in the first ones or like the the the, the, the adding it to the prequels where it wasn't mentioned at all in the thing like that, i, I yeah. didn't like that that like he tried to explain i don't have a problem that it does explain I'm just saying, you should have done it in the beginning, I wish. If One you thing. want more Star Wars history, go listen to Holocron History, Star Wars yeah. Legends versus yeah. Canon. Star, Star, <laughs> like, Star, Star, <laughs> the thing is, right, and we'll end it on this, but one, a lot of people make a lot of like bullshit arguments about these fucking movies and like how they don't make sense because they do some things and some don't do some things and others. Of course, they're going to know about midichlorians in the prequels when it's the height of the Jedi. The fucking original trilogy, Luke is a dipshit that grew up on a farm and he's like 16 years old. Oh, of no, course, nobody's right. going to talk about fucking midichlorians. He doesn't know what the fuck those are. <laughs> yes. I see we struck a nerve. It's the same argument for, for people that get mad about the lightsaber fights in the original trilogy and in the sequels. And it's like, yeah, they're better no fighting one lightsabers in the fucking prequels yeah. because it's the height of the Jedi. What yeah. <laughs> like that's uh, the explanation. Okay. Anyways, please move on. Toast, I, I need am, you to I talk to some of my friends shit. so they'll listen. I I'm gonna kill your friends. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> no. You don't have you don't you don't have to you don't have to cut that out. I don't care. <laughs> Oh no! I well, will leave the Star Wars rant. Yes, the supernatural Maybe. and cyberpunk. Let's let Ninja go. Ninja needs to yeah. throw some stuff in here. She's can... watching this unmute. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, I was kind of prepared for like actual supernatural stuff. So, like that, that's oh, that's really all I got. Go for so, it. I, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking like different. I know we kind of talked about it already, but like different kinds of like spirits, because it's it's cyberpunk. A lot of people die on a daily basis, so you figure there's there's going to be a lot of uh, spirits hanging around. All right. So probably, I mean, the Misty certainly believes probably in that. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh, that's guys, a whole nother aspect of it too. Like the tarot cards; those are very mystic. And like, yeah. why did the tarot sh cards of the Major Arcana show up? What the hell does that have to do with anything? I mean, oh god, Joel. Okay. Well, I just remembered one of the original endings when you can talk to Jackie through the relic. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I mean, that was kind of as close as it gets to talking to a ghost, you know? Yeah. I mean, what's Shall uh? Because, I mean, we, and granted, like, yeah, it's like scienced, but like, I mean, it's still, you know, because, I mean, you get to see Saburo come back to life depending on what route you take. Like, if you take the Arasaka ending, like, they, they manage to, like, fix the relic up and he like takes over his son and it's like like that's it's like essentially possession but then like yeah they say like Johnny that's that's a a like figment of Johnny from like you know 
back in the 2020s when he died, but like he learns like, like he is an entity that is existing in you and he is learning the things as he exists in you. So it's like, yeah, it's a scientific explanation, but like, it's essentially like, this is a ghost. Like you can bring people back to life with these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Johnny is able to learn and adapt and change his mind and personality means that he's not just a he's not just a stationary relic thing. He can and like, I'm, there's the, also the thing where he like interacts with the environment, and like I'm sure probably you could say that it's just like your brain, like it's probably V interacting, and it's like their brain like processing the information differently because Johnny's there. But it's like, you see these moments where like Johnny like pulls up a stool and like mm -hmm. sits in front of you. And it's like, like to that poltergeist effect, like manipulating like things, even though they're not a cor corporeal being. Yeah. But then he calls you a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ghosts come back to haunt you, you know? Yeah. Johnny just has a specific way of doing it. <laughs> I guess that is funny because he because he kind of haunts Carrie and he kind of haunts uh, Rogue also in that way. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you like deal with, like for them? Like, we don't get their perspective in the situation. It's like, but literally, like this dude from fifty years ago came back and is like living in this body. And is able to like interact with you like he did 50 years ago. I think Rogue even calls you a ghost of the past at one point. All right, Andrew, got anything else to add? <clears throat> um, not really. No. All right. I did, I did have one thing to say because you mentioned the tarot cards because I just finished that, grabbed all of those in like 20 minutes today. Um, but like, it tells you whenever you do it, like part of that quest is you have to go talk to Misty and you have to go talk to Victor. When you go talk to Victor, he just tells you that it's like a glitch with your Karoshi optics. Like that's all it is. But like, then, you know, obviously Misty's going to believe that there's something more significant about it. But it's like, why would my Karoshi optics glitch and show me 20 or sorry, now that because I accidentally grabbed one of them at the entrance of Dogtown today, 24 tarot cards mm -hmm. of the major arcana uh like why would that just be a glitch like that has to be something yeah so i agree and i've also really liked i paid more attention to the tarot cards this run or especially because of how the the four that you find in phantom liberty they are so directly correlated to what you are about to experience. Um, and you read the card and then you go and you read them in your menu and everything like that, that you can find better descriptions of each of them in the same part of where you can reread shards and whatnot. Um, and it kind of clues you in on to what's going on there. And I think it's really cool. So it's just a interesting outer world experience. Like not, not everybody believes in the tarot. And so to have it be, well, you could take it as face value. It's a glitch in your Kuroshi kid or go the misty route and believe in everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Let's take it to our mid-break, and when we come back, I will pose this question. Take a movie big bad and throw them into the cyberpunk universe. I'll let you throw video games if you really can't think of a good big bad evil from a movie. But things like, what cyberware would Freddy have? Or do you think Jason would upgrade to full-on machete arms? Give me your best big bad from a movie in Cyber. All right, 
Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about the show and not the lore of cyberpunk. I don't have any new patrons to read out and I don't have any new reviews to read, but I have been reading the the comments left on Spotify and apparently episode number 161 needs to be re-listened to and I'm going to have to go through that audio again. It apparently makes the both of us sound like shit and I don't like that at all. So... I may be re-releasing a cleaner, tighter, better audio quality version of that one. Um, But I'll let you guys know when that is done. Uh, If you do leave a review, go cash in your 10 free IP per J. Gray. If you play the the Cyberpunk TTRPG, we don't make the rules, but J literally does. Have fun. You can also visit fanrolldice.com and Codestack CPLC Cyberpunk Lorecast with the Almighty Crit uh, Gang's code, which is Almighty C10 A L L M I G H T Y C 10, and get 20% off of your entire dice order. And that stacks on top of promos that they're running on their own website. So get cheap dice or good quality dice at cheap low rates. All right. Toast, you got anything to add to the middle? Hmm. I'm debating. Are you a master debater? Absolutely. No, I guess I'll be nice. I won't say anything. Okay. All right. Then let's get back into it. All right, boys. I posed the question. Take a movie big bad and throw them into cyberpunk. Ninja, you unmuted super quick on this one. Uh, I think... Uh, Predator would be really cool in <gasps> Cyberpunk. Ooh. Okay. He, he, is, he is already pretty geared out with a lot of things that are at least similar in Cyberpunk. Like the shoulder cannon, the claws, say the thermal vision could be something with different kinds of optics. If there was anything like specifically like like s- cyberware wise or anything like that you would change or do that would like to modify him or that you think he would get to modify himself to be a better predator, what would that be? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, you make a fair point. He's pretty cybered out already, so or t- yeah, he, he's he's got the in- in- invisibility too. So, so he's got an optical uh, camo, Wolvers, projectile launcher. Yeah, it's quite a selection. Maybe some, uh, uh, I, I don't remember what it's called, but the uh, legs everywhere that lets you charge jump or mm. double jump, maybe. Okay. I don't know why, but like in my brain, and it's not one that we get in like 2077. It's more, it's like in the tabletop, but like in red, you can get skate feet. I don't know why I picture him with skate feet. How, how did you steal that directly out of my brain, dude? (laughs) We got good alchemy or whatever the fuck they said last. (laughs) I don't know why, but I just pictured a predator with like rollerblades and I was kind of laughing and smiling at it. And then you pop off with the skate feet and I'm like, yeah, yep. There it's it is. It's the mind like Jen. You have been inducted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I love the idea of the predator though. And as soon as you said that, there's the big beefcake voodoo boy. And even physically, that body shape reminded me of Predator. And with their matching dreadlocks and everything, I'm like, yeah. Also, 
I just had a thought to tack on to this idea to just spice it up even more. So the goal in here is you're adding this like big bad to, to, to cyberpunk and like decking him out with like cyberware and whatnot with the express goal of taking out the cyberpunk big bad known as Adam Smasher. Mm, okay. All right. I think, I think predator's got a good shot there already with what he's got. So <laughs> he probably doesn't need too much. But like, you know, Adam Smasher, he's a, he's a tanky dude. I think predator could take on Smasher. They've even got like the matching robot red zoomy eye. True. Who's up next? Who has an idea? I'm just Turbo. watching the two other patrons as they play Cyberpunk actively during the Patreon. <laughs> I know. No, right? I am trying to get mine to work. Um, <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm just looking at it, watching it download. Um, I was thinking uh, more uh, Blair Witch. Okay. Like that kind of creature, or it could be technically the Slender Man, like that. It's like, because my thinking would be like, it could, it, they don't have to be like a monster. It could be like one of those videos where it's like found footage and stuff like that. I was thinking, because how like we don't, they don't, the people there don't see in the background, but the camera, like the low tech camera does. So I was thinking someone was cyberware, like a, like a Netrunner build. It's just, you came onto their land and they're like, Do you not see the warnings? Private property? Guess what? I'm going to fuck with you. So they make it so you don't see them, but then they do all these weird shit around you. Or they even have optic camouflage. So I was thinking, so they're invisible and they're just hmm. fucking with you. I like huh. that. It's like they're and they're telling you they're not in the wrong. You came under the land. There's all these warnings like private property, turn back, no trespassing. They even have a giant triangle sticks or 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 voodoo kind of things, especially with the voodoo boy. They just have all their their religious symbols up, saying, "Hey, do not turn. This is creepy shit. Turn around." And yet the dumb kids come onto the land. It's like, okay, you deserve this. It's gonna teach you a lesson. I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm gonna fuck with you. And maybe you fall uh, and you end up killing, killing yourself by you just running and panicking and stuff, but yeah. Uh, when you said the found footage, I was like, even my own V is a dumbass and has picked up random brain dances at least twice that I can think of and just put on a wreath and watched a video. I mean, that's that's the opening to the ring right there. Or... You know, finding the Blair Witch video and watching that story unfold. Uh, I can it see. Could even, I just love to make it even better. It could even not be a real live person. Say, like, you do pick up, like you said, one of the, and it's actually an AI that's been stuck on that, that. And now every time someone picks it up, they infest you. And then you see them, but they're actually not there for you, everyone else, just you. I mean, and it slowly spreads. So it is alt is capable of that kind of shit. I mean, alt exists in just like net space, but I mean, she controls like an entire stronghold of the net in like Hong Kong. I'm sure she like manipulate and she can manipulate the net out. So, I mean, fuck, she messes with shit in Night City. So, like, yeah, I can see yeah. that. I know that you're not there yet, Toasty, but there's more interaction with, uh, with the black wall and trying to manipulate that level of tech in Night City. So I could definitely see a lot of that happening. And the sound effect that plays is really freaking spooky. It's very... I don't like it. I mean, I do because it's awesome sounding, but it's also scary. Hell yeah. I really like that one. Blair Witch to me wasn't that great of a horror movie because I just couldn't. The shaky cam for me was just too much, too much visual distraction for me to get fully immersed in it. But I kind of like this idea of it being a BD wreath and the, finding it out that way. I mean, my so one of my 
cyberpunk referees um he prefers like doing like horror stuff for like his table he, he's dm'd like other like games and whatnot but one of like the specific things we did was we were our our like group was kidnapped and like put forcefully into a brain dance that turned out to be like like a horror scenario mm. like we were like trapped inside like a hotel like in this like brain dance and we were like lucid but then like basically we had to go interact with like the different like traumatic pasts or whatever and when we did a monster would form and then we'd have to like deal with it <laughs> so my, Conf- my my character's monster was like a fucking like banshee or something it was horrific <laughs> talk about confronting your inner demons okay mm-hmm. yeah it's not great <laughs> jay what are you thinking well my first thought was like a bond type villain but i realized that's kind of boring so i was thinking pennywise since we already talked about uh clowns and dubby very fitting pennywise um yeah Oh, okay. I know that Toasty's totally going to dip out of this conversation because the second clowns show up, he's out. Uh, I, okay. Are you talking Penny, (laughs) Pennywise as in his clown form or as in like his true monster form? Or are they one in the same? Between both. Okay. I will also fully. Between both, right? So, I will also fully admit that I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the little clips of it. Oh, why did so you go I, with I, it? I mean, yeah. I was just thinking, like, he would kind of fit right in with all the craziness of Night City. Um, but, oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't really pull on the lore of that one too much, but I do... Hmm... Who has actually seen it? Ninja, have you seen it? Oh, Turbo, you have? I've seen the old ones. Okay. But I have also the seen giant, the old one. like spiky spider that only can be stopped by a giant turtle. At least in the books of the giant turtle. I don't know. The, the movies don't have a giant turtle, but he's a giant. Technically, he looks like in the movies, a giant, like, eight uh, I'd say spider because he has all multiple eyes. So I think a giant, like, evil spiky spider and the only thing that stopped him was an inhaler okay um hmm so i don't think he can take on his true form because that's like the, uh, i think it's true form, or maybe his true form is so thing we can't picture it but the form he takes in the movies he's either a clown some other stuff but the other main form he takes is that giant spiky spider so i don't think he can take the giant spiky spider but he can take a form of the form of a clown though yeah, I think Smasher could beat on a clown. I mean, there's like part of it, like I don't, I don't, I haven't watched the new one, so I don't know what they do with it. But like, I think like because his mouth like doesn't his like face open up into something else or whatever. So, spikies. Is it a giant spiky spider? <laughs> I don't know the new ones, but his mouth opens up to like a giant maw of spikes. Is it spikes or is it teeth? Well, spiky teeth, like uh, fangs. There you go. Fangs, thank you. It's like an Alaskan bullworm. We finally found a situation where I'll root for Adam Smasher. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Okay. Uh, Did you see the movie Blade Trinity? It had Ryan Reynolds in it. And... Okay. All right. Uh it was a never mind then when you said oh, the blade like like Wesley Snipes blade? Yeah. The third movie. I've only ever seen the first one. Okay. There as soon as you said the way that that mouth opens, there's a Pomeranian, a little doggy that they infect with vampirism and it <laughs> Turbo instantly remembers this scene. The dog 
then gets a new type of mouth where it splits open into three different ways and has these snarly teeth in it. Um, and that's what, when you were describing that, uh, the it monster mouth, that's what it reminded me of. It's kind of what it is. So like the Demi Gorgon a long time ago. <laughs> mm, from Stranger Things. Demi- yeah. Isn't there a Demi Gorgon dog? <laughs> Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty similar. It's actually pretty similar to that because I do remember that from Blade Trinity. I I have seen that. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, The little Pomeranian scared me more than anything else in that whole movie. Uh, Imagine. Yeah. All right, Toasty. What about you? Have you thought of one? My brain stopped working after. Fucking it was mentioned. Okay. Uh, I'm not like uh, hmm, I'm not like a horror guy. So I'm not thinking about any of these like horror villains. The one thought that like kind of came to mind was like, and it's a weird one, but Lord of the Rings, Sauron. Because part of the reason he wants the ring, right, is to have the power to like take like form again because he's kind of just like trapped as a big old eye. But like, what if he just like build himself a body and just like put his consciousness into like a cyber body in cyberpunk? And then all of a sudden, like he's free to move around and wreak destruction on the world. But it's I- like, I'm just imagining like a fucking metal dude. It's just got those two spikes from the tower with like his <laughs> flaming eye as the head. And I'm like, or maybe it's like made out of electricity this time because like, you know, technology, but like, yeah, no. So take the tower, shrink it down to human size and then just put cyborg arms and legs on it. And there you go. It's a bit goofier than I was thinking in my brain, <laughs> but sure. Basically. <laughs> I think Regardless, it, <laughs> it allowed Sauron to be mobile, and I feel like that's probably the biggest problem of all. <laughs> He's the ultimate security camera. He sees everything. Yeah, but he can just like he just has to send people to like take care of his bullshit because he's just a security camera. Um, do you think he could take on Smasher? Probably not. I don't. Hmm. I mean, if we're keeping it grounded in like cyberpunk, probably not. We give him like magical powers, like he has. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know, but it's it's like it's hard to say because he's supposed to be like really strong, but then like he got his finger cut off, and all of a sudden he was a security camera. So like, who who really knows? Who can really be sure? I'm not a Lord of the Rings expert. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like a fucking expert in like Lord of the Rings who is like rolling uh, or like debating driving their car into a tree from hearing me say this. So, <laughs> you know what? One of these days we'll, we'll, we'll ask Tom. I believe Tom knows a thing or two about Lord of the Rings and also a thing or two about cyberpunk. True. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Um, gosh, I've given myself all this time and I'm the same as you. I don't watch a lot of scary shit. Um, it's really not for me. A lot of my big bads come from (laughs) superhero movies. Uh, and so that doesn't always work out right. But I did like the idea that I put out there of Michael Myers. Is it Michael Myers? No, Jason. Jason, who uses the chainsaw. And uh, I think that he would just full on attach them to his arms. He would make them the cyberware chainsaw arms. So he's Sean <laughs> of the living dead or whatever. Yeah. Is that what that is? I can't remember that fucking Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, Bruce Campbell is Ash and Night of the Living Dead. 
Okay. I was just like something of the living dead. Shaun of the living dead was a spoof move, a spoofy zombie movie. Gotcha. Then yeah, that the Bruce Campbell thing where he like cuts off his hand and replaces it with a chainsaw. In my head, it was a little bit more octane than Bruce Campbell, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh no, there's there's just something creepy about the idea of removing a limb and replacing it with a form of devastation. Fair enough. What's up, Turbo? Does he also have like little speakers in him that play the music whenever he keeps like, walks up on you, like the ee ear? I forget yes. whether Jason Voorhees uh, think that there's a certain sound you hear when he's walking up about to kill you. Yes. Yes. Every every big bad gets their uh, villain music with them. And also, uh, I forget whatever. Uh, it's not blip, but when you know you blip around like you. You dash around. Does Jason also have those? Oh, like- yeah, he would definitely have some speed enhancing cyberware. Because when you turn around, it's like, oh, I got away from him. You turn back around. Oh, he's suddenly in front of me. And how the fuck? It's just a Sandevastan. He's just moving at like super speed. That's all it is. But like, you just can't comprehend it. Oh yep. my god. Hmm. I feel like that's probably. I feel like I would put my money on that being like the best fight to watch for, between him and Smasher. Like, I don't think either one of them has like a clear cut win. I think that's going to be a grueling death match and it'd be in- entertaining as fuck. <laughs> yep. I don't know. The Predator was really good too, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially because like you can't really. Could could you quick hack or like net run on the predator? That's an alien brain. They don't work the same way. That's fair. I don't think Smasher uses like hacking anyways, though, so it's mm. probably fine. He's just immune to hacks against him. So No, we ain't. Not against Mavi. Well, if de- depending on which <laughs> who we're fighting here. Lucy tried to fucking quick hack him and he fucking ripped that shit. <laughs> it was like, what? Valid. Very valid. Was terrifying, by the way. <laughs> oh. All right. I think, I think we did pretty good here, guys. I am liking this debate. Um, I'm like, ah, okay. So I want to know who, oh, I'll put it up as a poll. Um, who okay, so do we agree that the top two contenders against Smasher would be the Predator and Jason Voorhees? Or yeah. I could I can add a third. Oh, I guess I could add all of them. Duh. I'll make it a poll on this episode on Spotify. Who do you think could beat Adam Smasher? We'll go from there. I'll see if I can make it a multi choice answer as well. Fair enough. Oh, all right. Uh, any last thoughts or cool spooky shit that you would want to see in cyberpunk? Well, okay. what about actual aliens? Like something ex- extraterrestrial? Oh. Yeah, I mean. We're in space. space. Yeah, with all the enhanced space stuff. I don't know. Maybe we need to spend more time at the Crystal Palace and see if there are any aliens. I could totally see it happening, though. All right. The question is, what kind of aliens? Yes. Yeah. Just no xenomorphs. (laughs) No. No xenomorphs. Well, what's Predator supposed to do? Go fight Smasher! (laughs) Please. That'll take five minutes. (laughs) If the Predator needs a challenge, make him do it barehanded. There you go. I love love this cockiness that they're just throwing over here. (laughs) Mm. 
All right, let's wrap it up here and shout out and plug anything that you've got going on or any last minute thoughts. Jay, what you got? Oh, I got nothing. Sorry. Uh, I'm still getting my head put back together, I guess. All right. Good luck with that. (laughs) Turbo. I have nothing to talk about right now. Okay. All right. That's a surprise. Ninja. I I also have nothing. Okay. Toasty. I do The Witcher and Cyberpunk. That's what I got. I'm not even going to fucking go in the whole spiel. That's it. Jen, save the segment. <laughs> no, because I was just about to say, okay, well, I do the two girls. <laughs> sure you would if you... I mean... All right. Yep. I do the two girls, one ship podcast. And that's all I really got going on right now. At the end of every episode, we also shout out Miracle of Sound for allowing his music to be freely used. We use clips and we use clips from Neon Red, the instrumental remix. Uh, So thank you guys so much for listening. And while you're out there, for the love of God, please. Stay safe in Night City. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.